Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... uh... I look over at my dad and I I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, it's that time. Time to talk about coming back from 3-0 deficits in... Major professional sports has happened five times, four times in the NHL, and of course in the great game of baseball just once, the 2004 Red Sox, the Red Sox coming back from a 3-0 deficit against the Yankees. One other time in baseball, a team came back from a 3-0 deficit and tied it up. And that, of course, was in the 2020 ALCS, the Houston Astros and Tampa Bay. Um, so that did not, the Astros were not able to finish the job there. And in basketball, it's never happened. It's never happened until maybe, yes, Monday night. Who knows? We'll see. It is an interesting dynamic. How do you do it? And there's more than just coming back from 3 0, there's coming back from 3 1. I mean, that's in, in, especially in the world of baseball, that's just a daunting task. I think it's interesting to look at and see how this happens and how much you have to factor in the talent, how much you have to factor in the attitude, how much you have to factor in the team chemistry, how much you have to factor in the belief. In other words, you have situations like like with the Celtics, well, they go out and play top golf because they want to refresh themselves and get back to their roots about liking each other and everything else. But that, they're not alone. You go back to how the Red Sox reset themselves in 2004. And as you're about to hear, Alex Cora, Red Sox manager, talking about it in 2007 when Cora was on that Red Sox team, staring down at a 3-1 deficit in the ALCS against CeCe Sabathia, the guy who ultimately was going to win the American League Cy Young. So Sabathia is going up against them, 3-1 deficit. The Red Sox lose that game. They're out. The Cleveland team in the World Series. But no, the Red Sox find a way. And 
that came after a team meeting, that came after David Ortiz talking, that came after Manny Ramirez saying it's not the end of the world if we win or lose, all of that. There's a lot that goes into coming back from a 3-0 deficit. And if we, if the Celtics are able to pull that off, then we're going to look back and say, well, exactly how that happened. And But in the meantime, we have Alex Cora on here in the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast to give his perspective on why this might happen, how this might happen, and the dynamic that comes with coming back in a, in a series along the lines of what the Celtics are going through right now. All right. This was on the original Baseballs and Boring. They dropped on Monday morning. The one to Tori Lovello. Go listen to the entire thing. But we're going to carve this one off for Baseballs and Boring on the go. All right. Hope everyone's having a great day. Here you go. Here's your primer for the big game in sports Monday night. Alex Cora. Like, how many of you stayed around to watch the end of the game yesterday? There were a few. Um, We're we're following, man. It's it's fun. I, I tell these guys, you know, from the get-go, that you have to enjoy the whole experience. You know, this city is different, um, with all due respect to the other ones. But, you know, watching the Bruins and watching the Celtics and <clears throat> what they, they've done so far is, is eye-opening, right? Uh, understanding how hard it is to, to win series and to win games in a row in, in an environment that it's a lot different than baseball. Uh, everybody's comparing this to, to 04. I actually asked Jason, you know, yesterday he walked by and said, hey, bro, how, how do you guys pull that out? And he said, basically, we pitched horrible the first three days and then we executed. And, you know, obviously we were able to hit, but uh, and the NBA is different. You know, you don't have a Pedro, a Shield, a very low that has a baseball for 100 pitches and you can dominate somebody there. We saw it at the end, right? Uh, Marcus Smart took the last shot, right? So, you know, you prepare and you defend and you probably know every play that is called. So uh, it's about execution and I don't want to say they got lucky, but, you know, they went to the rim. Tatum was on one side, Whitey was on the other one, and they ended up winning the game. It's funny that you asked Maritek, right, because you, you came back from 3-1, right? Like, is, do you view that as, like, a... Like, a well, you know what? Match? Nobody talks about it, and... That was tough because it was CC at Cleveland, but we pitched and then we hit and then Kenny Lofton didn't score for a second. So uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it was hard to do too because of Westbrook and all. You know, like they, they were a really good team, but uh, yeah, it's not easy. But uh, yeah, we did it too. The uh, the shift of the mindset, like going back to that. Remember Manny did the whole like, well, what's the big deal thing. Yeah. Or, or David's speech or whatever. And in this case, they're talking about, oh, they went to top golf. Like, there has to be sort of a, a shift to come back along with the execution. Yeah, well, first things first, right? Uh, and I got we got this group text from Miami Miami guys from, you know, the and there's one guy that he's a Heat fan. He's like, die, die hard. And uh, he was talking about culture, you know, Pat Riley, Spo, what they've done throughout the years. And you got to tip your hat, you know. But then at the end, I always poke him and say, hey, it's the eighth seed against the number two seed, you know. Like, they're very talented and they can go in a run. So, uh, but I do believe there's weight on culture, there's weight on chemistry. That's something that um, you can't measure. And uh, we, you know, us as, as leaders of, of, of the organization, leaders of the team, you try to make it as fun as possible, as cohesive as possible for, for stuff like this to happen. Like I told Joe in Philly, you know, like, 
I think the family aspect helps too, you know, like make it a family event, you know, regardless of the situation. Enjoy as much as possible, regardless of where you're at, and uh, that way you can actually disconnect yourself from what's really happening and actually enjoy it. Um, and, you know, they're one way away from from pulling this off, and, um, you know, tomorrow should be crazy, you know, kind of like uh, game four against the Rays, you know, that we have the marathon in the morning, and then the game at night, tomorrow, it's going to be a lot of beverages, and then game seven, that's going to be nuts. You got the sweet? Uh, I think there's a good chance that uh, there's a lot of people that are going. Yeah. It's kind of a strange history, though, isn't it? That the Red Sox are the only team to ever do it. Now the Celtics are coming back. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's not easy, man. It's not easy. But, uh, but Boston, like Alex said, you know, like 3 1 is tough, too. You know, right. and in the playoffs, preparation and execution comes into play. But at the same time, sometimes the ball has to bounce your way. It seems like it bounced the heat way for, for a little bit there, right? And, uh, and that call with uh, with uh, Al, and then uh, the ball bounced to Whitey's hand, and that .9 second they added on the clock after right. the play, that was huge. So every second matters, right? Everything matters. Uh, like Dave Roberts still the second base in 2004, right? Yeah. And the hit. And the hit, I mean, right. No, really, yeah, right. That, that counts, yeah. too. Right. It all counts.